And we're back with our third part of our three-part season preview. Uh, we covered some fantasy talk and just our general content already. And today we're jumping into a gambling uh, season preview uh, for the upcoming season. And there's nobody that I'd rather do that with than Kyle C. Kyle, how are we doing today? Good, man. Well, good. Um, it's good because it's a new week, fresh start. Always good to get past uh, Sunday. So we're always back to zero on um, Mondays. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to finally be talking basketball. And, you know, once you started this podcast, uh, it was about time I got to make my appearance and talk basketball with my buddy. So let's do it. Yeah, I mean, this has been in the talks uh, for a while now, and it's been a dream to, to talk some gambling on here. So I'm really glad that we're going to be able to do it. One day in the future, we'll get the dream trio of me, you, and Cray on one of these episodes. It will happen. Uh, maybe maybe like a mid-season check-in on the gambling front or something like that. Uh, but we'll get him on here. No, for sure. He'll definitely, uh, he'll definitely be hopping on. And um, I don't know. I don't know if all three of us together, that might not bode well for the people who are hopping on this and hoping to ride some of our picks. Yeah, that would be a disaster, especially if we agreed on everything. They would probably at least uh, know to fade us and then make a lot of money off that. But uh, yeah, so before we actually get into the basketball stuff, I wanted some TV takes from you real quick because you recommended a show to me. Uh, Squid Game, obviously huge in the news right now. Uh, sorry to be uh, talking about TV on an NBA podcast. Uh, maybe like a little preview of some screen fiends. Maybe we'll do a TV podcast one day. But just I wanted to say that since you recommended that show to me, I needed to give you my honest take. It was probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. I actually really fucking liked it. But I just needed to I needed to get your takes on it. Yeah, man. I'm glad to hear um, you're one of the few people who will commit to watching shows that I recommend. Um, known for grinding shows over here. Um, that's what we do. We don't sleep. We just watch TV and get through it all. But I thought it was awesome. I watched it in Korean. It was awesome. Worth reading the subtitles. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was honestly worried about telling people about that show, but it became so popular so quick. I just assumed everyone would like that. And I don't know how you wouldn't. Had everything. Yeah. I'm notoriously anti like reading subtitles when I'm watching TV. And that was like the biggest, like, do I want to do this uh, type of thing? Because I don't want to read a book. I don't read things. <laughs> if I wanted to read, I'd read a book. So no, it keeps you, it keeps you locked in. Yeah. It was, it, it was tough to get into uh, from the start. Like, you know, because I fell asleep the first time yeah. I started watching it. Yeah, no, first time ever I've seen you fall asleep before maybe two in the morning and you're falling asleep watching maybe the most popular show on television right now. Not a good look, uh, but I, so I needed to get your opinion on something. So uh, for all the viewers out there, one of our biggest pastimes is we actually have a list of the greatest dads, just people out there in the sports world or everywhere we see that we just think are great dads from way back since like 2014 now i think we've had it yeah this list is just gaining gaining massive massive amounts of names it's on. it's exclusive though let's not let's not sell it short well, I, right. I, I, oh, I don't yeah. i don't think there's above 50 names no. it's no. it's kind of the point now where it's rare for someone to be added on it's a real special moment yeah you know? and i don't want to spoil too much out there uh, about the show uh so if you are planning on watching haven't watched it so maybe skip ahead a few minutes but going through the whole thing i thought uh, the main character, I was like, oh, this is this is going to be a great dad. This is like, he's doing this all for his family, for his mm. child. He just wants to be reunited with his daughter. 
it made so much sense that it was going to be him. And I was ready to text you about it until the last 20 minutes of the show. Yeah, no, not a good guy at all. What are we? Honestly, I don't even know if from the start, he's a good guy. Uh, not good I, guy. Are we? But there's a difference between good guy, good dad. I feel like. Yeah, I, but I think to be, I think work. to be a good dad, you at heart have to be a good guy at heart. In because general, every good, yeah. every good dad's a good. But that's we're not here to talk that. Um, yeah, I. But even just going to that game in general, I know we're all about the financial rewards of you know winning the Squid Game. But what about just a daughter losing a father? But she not was losing not, anyway. Not, she was heading to the U.S. Like, he, he was going to be gone from her life. Hey, buddy, work hard. <laughs> work hard, play hard. We improve. We grow We grow up the ladder. We improve. We get better. We make more money. We maybe eventually – she'll respect him as a person for just growing and improving his financial position back home. <laughs> he just banged – he was fully scared, banking on her, just never – his – I don't want to – okay – Spoiler warning, spoiler warning. We're going to get into some Squid Game talk. Later on in that show, the, his mother who passes away, I don't know the name, so I'm not going to try to pronounce it. The mother, so technically that daughter's grandmother who passes away. The only reason he went to that game was because she, in a fit, freaking out, in a rage, was saying how she, the daughter, was going to forget all about their upbringing back home, which I just don't think is true at all no you, no it's not true <laughs> like that daughter appeared to have a pretty decent connection with her father and didn't want to tell him because she knew it would upset him right she and, was she, and she probably she felt it, she didn't have the courage to tell him because she loved him so much i feel like and he was just so embarrassed he was just honestly embarrassed of his position compared to the new man in her life so what does that mean? She's going to forget everything no it doesn't so we're just going to jump into a game where we could easily die where they literally I don't, it might be three episodes in the show give you an out to be like, you know what? You don't have to do this. <laughs> and, he still and, he's like, and he's like, I'm going to go back. And then actually, again, wins the whole damn thing. Steals the show. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back again. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's just not a good dad. And I think there's been clear signs from the beginning. Not a good I dad. Think- I think he's clearly a better friend than he is dad. The fact that he never gave up on He had the right intentions, but I don't think he ever had a shot to make this list. Yeah, I agree. But when I was watching it, there was like, if if he at the end came back with that money, went to the daughter and was like, all right, let's let's do something. Then it was like going to be so easy. I feel like that's that. First ballot. Oh yeah, for sure. But that's where... It's a good show. Sneaks in a twist. They pull you in for season two. Uh, so the way I'm going to uh, bring this back to NBA content is I want you to bring up that, actually that list and read out the names of the NBA players we got on there for the viewers. Oh, yeah, no, I can definitely pull that up. Okay. Um, here we go. NBA players. Let me run through it. So to start off our NBA, we have Drew Holiday, a notorious good guy, actually recent NBA champion. So congrats to Drew and gold medalist. Can't forget. Drew's great. Um, He's one of the Drew. earlier ones. Yeah, yeah, he actually was. Um, then we jump into Bryce Deshaun. I'm going to just jump in him quick now. Bryce Deshaun Jones, the man who shot Bryce Deshaun Jones. <laughs> oh, God. That's bad. Val McGee. 
right, we can't we can't go on. I think we have. Oh, to- there <laughs> was a long pause. Tried to get through it. Long story about Bryce John Jones. I can run through it quick. Sorry, folks. Um, Bryce John Jones, former NBA player on end of the bench guy, bounced around teams. Good player though. Nice role player was on the Pelicans. On my fantasy team at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stat guy. Did everything for you. Not blocks, steals. Dope. Not, not the sad part of the story. So Bryce John Jones, he's a great dad because he went on one of his off days. He had his um, ex-wife and daughter to down to see a game in New Orleans. Stopped by their hotel room to say hello. And I think it was actually her birthday, the daughter's birthday. Yeah, maybe. it was the daughter's birthday. He was like uh, going over to give her a present or something. Bring her a birthday present. And the sad twist to the story is Bryce John Jones ends up thinking something else is going on because the person at the door isn't answering. So he, in a fit of rage, kicks the door down, sees they're he not was in worried. the living room. He was worried. He was like, I need to get in there. He was worried. Worried about his family. Kicks the door down. Ends up they're not in the living room, kicks down the bedroom door, can't find anyone, opens the closet, and he is then shot by a not an NBA player. I just it's the next person on the list I had to mention. The man who shot Bryce Deshaun Jones is himself a father and a great dad because he was protecting his two kids in that hotel room. He was in a closet with his own two kids. So there is Bryce Sean Jones and the man who shot Bryce Sean Jones. Yeah, Real tragic just, situation. It turned out he was just breaking into the wrong apartment, and the whole story is just tragic. Totally just broke into the wrong apartment, but that's how we lost Bryce Sean Jones. Uh, who else we got on there? Anybody? Through Holiday, we got through. Um, JaVale McGee, notorious, good guy, funny guy. Everyone loves JaVale. Fred Van Vliet. Oh, of course. Had a kid, won a title. Can't beat that. Finals Fred as a dad. And then Kobe Bryant. Oh, of course. Come on. That was a unanimous addition. This isn't a, also, we don't, well, he's not a player, but LeVar Ball. Oh, of course. I, this is the one, one I stand more, by. The one of our more recent additions, but yeah. I thought it was a clear vote. What he's been able to do for his kids in this league, the promoting and uh, advertising for them, man. Called Great. his shot. Let's talk about Jello. He's on a team. <laughs> Jello's on a team now, now too. He said he was going to get them all there, and he, he did. did. Uh, you can't knock the guy. And then the most recent addition to the list in general, um, our king, the king of New York, Julius Randle. Oh, of course. I mean, all the media attention his kid got last year. And oh, my favorite thing is when in that one video, his kid's like, we yeah. Like when that whole thing was big. Oh, I love that kid. And I love He's that awesome. Kid. There, Yeah, I don't know if it's the same video, but there's a clip of him coming down the escalator at MSG and the crowd is just cheering for him. Yes. Really... And then he brings out uh, the most improved award to Julius in, in that reveal. Oh, I just love that kid. It's great. It's just and Julius just had another kid. Go, Julius. For, one, for once, some hope and happiness surrounding our necks. Yeah. All right. Um, so now we'll get into the topic at hand. Back. Sorry for all that, folks. We just had to cover that. Um, now we are going to go into this gambling preview of the upcoming season. Uh, so what we're going to do is we kind of have picks for basically um, each award category. And then um, we have some over-under win totals that we want to share. And then maybe like a couple random uh, stat bets, stop, stat props here or there we'll bring up. Um, so I want to start with the awards. And how we're going to do it is I'm just going to go award by award, ask you if you had uh, what your pick was for this award. I'll give my pick. 
and then we'll just go through some of the other odds, what we think's intriguing and stuff like that. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, you know we have plenty of picks. Oh, of course. And, that's never that's never a problem. And let me say, we're probably not for the most part going to be picking the very obvious ones because we want the odds. We want the big odds. Yeah, we don't we don't take those basic plays. We're looking <laughs> for the ten. We'll we'll say ten dollars to win more money. Let's call it that. We're looking yeah. for the plus odds, money in the crumbs. Find some good plays. Exactly. All right. So I want to start with uh, rookie of the year. Uh, do you, what's your, uh, analysis kind of the rookie of the year odds and plays. So rookie of the year, my thing is there, there's the clear, you could go with one of the top picks. You could roll with Cade. You could even, I would prefer if you were to go to the top, you go with a Jalen green, honestly, just cause I think he can have more of the splash and he's the flashier guy. He has a lot of my picks are going to be, I'm going to say an off the bat narrative based because right. I feel like a lot of it in the current age we're in internet, social media, even just like sports beat writers. Those are the people who pump the odds and those like a regular person ends up following. And it's just the, the cycle we fall into of it's because it's what you hear all the time. I like Jalen green. I'm not, a, I don't think Detroit, I think they can improve a lot, but not really off the bat. My pick, you're going to totally have it too. It's Josh Giddy. Yes. Plus 2,500. I think, yeah. And it's just in the preseason, he, we're recording this late, so he's shown he can play well. The issue is going to be is if the Thunder tank, he has no, ch- no chance. Well, what's good, what's good to that is that I think a lot of these teams with, like, the high-profile rookies, all their teams are going to suck. So I feel like that is good Great. for that uh, Giddy chance. I, I like Giddy. He's plus 2,500. He just compared, he's the eighth best compared to all the other players on DraftKings. And I just, other than the top guys, I don't see anyone who's going to really have a huge impact. Other than I don't want to reveal all my picks. I'll let you jump into one. Yeah. I don't have any of the top picks though. He yeah, He's so- actually my highest pick. Oh, wow. Okay. Choice, so Yeah, so... Uh, obviously I've actually said it on this pod like many times, like he's probably my favorite rookie coming in. I obviously love the guy. And I think he has, what's big is he has a clear path to minutes too. That's one of the things you always want to look for is, is this guy like clearly going to start? And that's why as much as I've also talked up uh, Evan Mobley, I love Mobley, but I'm worried he might not get a ton of minutes right away. And they have so many bigs there that I feel like he's not going to get like the flashy stats, like lead categories, win rookie of the year. Um, but I think Giddy could uh, start at point guard, sh- shooting guard, or a small forward, get around 30 minutes a game right off the bat. And he will probably be the best category of a lot of these rookies to get like some triple doubles and rack up stats that way. So I agree to your point that like the flashiness and that stuff could attract attention and that he's a really good play. Um, I think they could be, I think they could be a sneaky fun team and, yeah. you know, just, they go back to it. You had LaMelo last year. I, we, we love Giddy cause we watched the NBL where the psychos who stay up late to watch <laughs> Australian basketball. And it's a thing now where I could see that being talked about. Oh, and especially with LaMelo winning it last year too, the, the, I can see like a weird narrative, like, Oh, look at the NBL now, like bringing out Absolutely. star rookies. But um, yeah, so he was obviously on my list. Um, I had to at least talk about him on this segment. I actually talked about him uh, on my fantasy basketball podcast too. So I don't need to gush over him too much. Uh, I, but, I probably, I probably saved the listeners. 
Yeah. Uh, but so I do want to comment too on your uh, Cade and Jalen Green thing. I agree with you. Uh, Green would probably be my pick out of the two. But I just don't see a point in betting on either of them because it's almost like if one of them is going to win it, it's going to be hard to just predict which one of them is going to win it. So at that point, you might as well go to these higher odds guys and get better value. Over, uh, like, why well, bet plus 250, 300 on one of those if guys? one of them misses two weeks off the bat to start the year because they're just going to take some time if they roll their ankle early on, those odds are going to shoot up. So I would wait to yeah. play either of those guys. Yeah, so – uh, so Giddy would be my play too, but there's two other guys that were kind of longer shots that I did want to throw out there as just like, I like the odds type of things. Um, the first one's actually uh, Chris Duarte with Indiana. He's plus 3000. And I think at least at the start of the year, which is big, he's going to have the clear path to minutes, which I like, you're like smiling and laughing. I, don't know I didn't you're... see that. I didn't see that. I got to be honest. Yeah. Okay. And that'll, that'll flow into some of my plays later, but yeah, I like yeah. that. And he, just like I said, he has the path to minutes right away because he's going to be starting. And I just love the guy. I think he's the most pro-ready player. And if one of these guys doesn't stand out, I think they could just give it to uh, Duarte, almost like they gave it to his teammate Brogdon back then when they were like, all right, like nobody really like dominated this rookie of the year mm-hmm. race. Let's give it to the guy who was consistently good, played great defense, was a leader, that type of stuff. So I like that. Um, I don't no, he was another guy. Guy. he was another guy he shot up a lot in the pre-draft process just working oh, out we want a, a lot a lot of people like him so I could see just like average people just from the draft kind of know him more now too just I wouldn't like I wouldn't have liked that I honest I forgot about him looking at the odds yeah but um yeah I just think he's awesome I I have high hopes for Indiana do you have I, any uh, odds in front of you or no like the lot, the current odds for him, yeah, yeah. He's actually thirty five hundred oh, wow. on drafting. That's so even higher I would, than I thought. I absolutely like that. I agree with the clear minutes to play, and if they're if they're a pretty good team, I could totally see it. And especially with the Brogdon point, it's a good one. All right, and then the only other guy I wanted to mention, uh, you can get. Let me know what his current odds are because I put this list together last week. Uh, was uh, Nashawn Bones Highland with Denver? I wanted. What are his odds right now? He is plus 4,500. And I think there's also a path to minutes for him. It's less likely. I wouldn't bet a lot on this, but – and there's very rare that a second-round pick is going to win this award, but I don't hate those odds. Yeah, that's totally an even I would uh, put money on that one, but I don't – Yeah, that, for me to say that, but, I don't hate that, the play. Then I know. Uh, I'm in, uh, I mean, he's a good guy, good player out of VCU. Um, I just don't really see it. I'm also just not the biggest Nuggets guy, as you're going to hear later on this coming year. But honestly, me thinking that could play into him having a bigger role. Yeah, one of my biggest issues with this, too, is that, I mean, me and you are actually pretty big Monte Morris guys. Absolutely. And we like Faku. So, like, we like their point guards. But I could see a situation where they just, kind of like they did with Jamal Murray when they first had him. They just threw him out there and said, go score. And he did. And if you remember, he... Uh, was a breakout rookie type of thing. I don't know if it happens. I just think the odds are worth a, a look. Yeah, this could totally be just a bad take, but I don't know. I'm not sold on Faku anymore. I kind of flipped on him oh, after. No, what's wrong with Faku? I think I think he has a role, but I think it also he just got totally exposed. It's exposed. What do you mean? The guy's a lie. I think he's a liability on defense. I think well, that's he can't why you start the guy. He was in a bad spot starting. 
I like the, and that's why I like your idea about bones making yeah. a leap. I, that was another one I wasn't thinking of. You were really getting down there with the odds. I wasn't even expecting that. Um, <laughs> I I had a different one in mind. I don't know if you have anything more to say about bones. No, not really. I just think you could score a shit ton. So. I expected you to say this, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that his odds are already this low. Because I on you can jump into about the availability to just play minutes off the bat and contribute, but Alperun. Sangoon plus 1300 I think maybe that's become too much of a public play has he too become much. too popular I actually love Sangoon and I did I, uh, I love him as a player and a guy I just don't because there's off the bat you think there's bigs in front of him or am I crazy there is, I mean there is Christian Wood and it's like yes. do they Christian Wood's injury prone like there's a chance and like I would play Sangoon at like these types do of they just do they just quit on they've already given up on wall do they move on from Wood? Do they go? I, I just I think those odds aren't good enough. That's the only reason I didn't bring him up before. Right. I, like I totally I like see him. Idea. Totally see him stealing it. I brought him up to uh, also on the fantasy ba- basketball pod as like a dynasty player, like going forward into the future. This guy's going to be insane. Just this year, I don't. I think the public likes him too much, and that he is his odds have risen because of that. And there's just no point in playing him. Because you're banking on so many different things happening. Like, they need to give up on Wood. Or he need to get hurt. Otherwise, it has no chance. And, like, at that sort of odds, why bet on that type of thing, you know? Totally agree. Yeah. Um, I don't have any more. I guess final one, just because of how much he's been playing. Sprinkle little Cam Thomas, plus 4,500. Yeah. He was a baller at LSU. It's a disservice the Nets were able to grab him. I'm not going to complain on the internet. But hey, that kid can he play, and he, in the summer league. he's in, no, he's awesome. I guarantee those guys love him, and they'll have no issue giving him some minutes. Yeah, only thing in front of him is uh, our guy Patty, though. That's oh, of course, no, and they'll honestly, you just you, you maybe you hope the Nets give those guys rest. They save I mean, them over the playoffs, let Cam get acclimated. But Cam, all they're going to ask him to do is score. There's if a he chance can be, that he, he gets can a lot be of the flashy two guard, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they play he, hard all, all they're asking that kid to do is take open shots, and he can totally hit them. Yeah, totally. I, I like that a lot. Um, he won me a good amount of money in the summer league, actually, so I'm a big fan. Uh, all right, so we'll move on to the next one. Uh, is there? Uh, let's do. You want to do a specific one first, or does it matter? You can whatever whatever you say, boss. Your all show. Right. So I'm gonna lead it this way because I'm gonna go into uh, MVP. Um, obviously a little, I want to do MVP early, uh, because I think MVP is one of the weirder ones where it's hard to find value in it, uh, because it's like the guys at the top are definitely the most likely to win it. Um, and I wanted Agreed. to get your take kind of on what you liked there. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not my favorite bet to make, honestly, because I feel like a lot of it is, it goes back to my other point before, it's a lot of narrative driven stuff. I and mean, before the season, you kind of know who's really in the conversation for MVP because there's really only certain they're the best players in the league and the best players in the world, but there's only a certain level of player who can actually win MVP. And off the bat, I would just, I would bet Luca would be my pick. He's plus 3,800 currently on DraftKings. It's like, I just, it's like, why would you just like, I would wait maybe in a month into the season. It's a, it's a Kevin Durant year. And you could get value back on Luca. And then you then you take Luca. There's always, I think MVP is one where you pick your spots, but I definitely have other 
picks in mind lower down the list that are more of a long shot. MVP is a total that and rookie of the year long shot picks, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like to your point, it's like I feel like Luca and KD have had MVP narratives for this season building since last season, like mm-hmm. even in the Olympics and like stuff like that. People are like, oh, these guys are like going to be like the next level. People, of the NBA. people wanted it to be Luca last year and exactly. it wasn't. So now we're like, all right, well, it's this year. And yeah, I, so- I want it to be too. I love the guy. But- I agree. So it's hard to make like an official pick against him. Um, and I really didn't really have one either, but I'll have one later kind of pertaining to this uh, that we'll go into next after we finish MVP. Uh, before we do that, I kind of want to throw out some names that, again, I do kind of like their odds. Uh, the first one is, uh, I don't know how, we haven't had this conversation in a while, but I talk about this on the pod all the time. It's Paul George. Yep. I think there's a possibility where he just leads the Clippers to a good record at plus, what is he now? I had him at plus 3,000. Plus 3,000, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And like, there's 100%. a chance, like, it, he's shown it before that he can be that type of player, so. No, yeah, the, the only – He's he's worth a shot. The at those odds, you have to take guys who have a genuine shot of winning MVP. Paul George played at MVP levels before. I mean, I really like him. I'm he, also he I'm also fully I'm also fully prepared to two weeks in be screaming at the guy because he doesn't want to play this year. Exactly. And they just go into a full blown tank, but you just don't know. Like that's right. why that's why it's plus three thousand. Yeah. You don't and- know. I just think that out of all the guys there, he has the narrative for it more than the other guys I want to say, like uh, Donovan Mitchell and Trey Young. If their teams are at the top of their conference, they're going to be the best players on those teams. And like maybe there's consideration there, but they wouldn't have a narrative like Paul George has if that happened too. Yeah, no, I there there was someone I had also. I'm just, I think he's more in play for most improved player. So I'm not going to say him right now. Um, other than that for MVP, I really... My thing is with the Nets, you could go Harden instead of Durant. I just if I was, wouldn't do it. If I was going to go in net, I like probably would do Harden over Durant just because of the odds. But Harden towards the end of last year almost had a shot at it, but it was also a crazy year. And it was because KD wasn't like playing a lot. Yeah. KD, got, like, KD had the narrative early. So it's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be early on. They're already making it KD, so yeah. I don't think you can take anyone other than them. But yeah, I mean, I think... No, no, love, no love for your boy Steph, though. Plus nine hundred. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like he has he has something building. It's already too it's too low. Yeah, it's like I like it. I would I lo- obviously love him, but I just the odds are too low. It's like what what level of seed do you think they'd have to be? Three. I think like they'd have to get like to the top three, and I just okay. I don't think I see that happening, even with Clay coming back at some point. And I think if he comes back, it would honestly take away. Right. Like, oh, well, Clay got back. Of course, you're pretty good now. Probably going to run the tight. Yeah. That's All one right. of those things where, again, a lot, I think a lot needs to happen. That's unlikely. So it's like, why bet it at that low of odds? It's like, yeah. Because if I, if I told you, uh, like, gave you odds of, like, Clay coming back this, the rec- the Warriors having this record, the Warriors, they would be way higher than plus 900. So, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. So there actually are. There are two. I think there's a conversation for two guys that we could have at MVP that's kind of fun. There's two players you kind of could make a leap, I'd say, that if they theoretically were to make a leap, maybe their teams are a one or two seed in their conference. One of these teams already was. I think they're great plays. Donovan Mitchell versus Jason Tatum, both plus 3,000. Do you think either has a shot? Off the bat, nothing going into their play. No one's necessarily a fan of watching the Jazz or even the Celtics. New coach up in Boston, though. 
What if Boston makes a big leap in the East? Could Tatum steal it? Yeah, so there's the two avenues I'll give you for both to possibly win it. Uh, it would have to be a year kind of like last year where there's no obvious uh, candidate. And then you have the Jazz at the top of the West like they were last year. And then I feel like Donovan kind of got like some like, oh, what happens if this happens? Like, can Donovan win this? And like, he wasn't going to win it last year. But if he takes that leap and if he's averaging like a Bradley Beal like level scoring, then I could see it. They'd have to be the one seed and no one else stands out. And then the same thing with Tatum. It's like he'd have to get them up to the top one or two seeds. Nobody else stands out. Both have like a chance, like, cause they're the best players on their team. Right. It's kind of the same thing as they don't have the narrative as Paul George, but is it, is it fair to say to win MVP, you have to be labeled a superstar. Yes. They're not going to give it. They could, they could technically become superstars. Do I, I see it more at a Tatum, I guess. Yeah. Like Tatum always gets more love on the national broadcast too and stuff. Yeah. Boston. I mean, and they would be more unexpected too, right? I mean, because the Jazz were already the one seed. So if Tatum Tatum takes this leap and it coincides with them going from I think they were like the seven or eight seed last year to the one or two seed, then you can track that all to Tatum and maybe justify it. Yeah, I can't not that I can necessarily see it, but yeah, I mean early you get Jalen Brown missing games. Tatum may maybe Tatum even maybe becomes like the scoring leader. Right. I don't I don't I don't hate him. Don't mind yeah. him. Even even if I'm not fully sold on it. All right. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got on MVP though. Uh so but my MVP uh position kind of co- uh trickles into coach of the year. And this is the exact same thing we did in the NFL this year, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Me and you were all over this uh rise of Herbo, Justin Herbert, and like the, and the possibility of him becoming an MVP candidate. And what did we do? Want to tell the viewers? Yeah, um, we put a responsible amount of money on. Well, I think you personally might have done the Herbert, but my favorite well, I, play, my favorite play was to do the coach of the year bet on Brandon Staley, first right. year head coach. You're banking on the team to make the leap, and you got Brandon Staley pre preseason at plus 1400 for coach of the year now currently plus 450 right and looking good i actually did both uh but that's what i wanted you to bring up was the staley thing and here's my thing if luca does his uh leap or whatever everyone's expecting and the map brings this mavs team to a huge new level and he wins the mvp award like we're like we already predicted i think jason kidd gets a lot of credit for that and bring the best out of Luca, even if it's not warranted. I think he gets all that credit too. Yeah, I mean, it's like eventually, not I don't, I don't think he won Coach of the Year, but it's like Ty Lue, whoever's the coach of the better team, gets the credit. That's just exactly. how it works in sports. And I just feel like if you want to bet on Luca MVP, I feel like it's worth more of a flyer to take Kid. I have him plus fourteen hundred. I, I like that current current odds too. If you want to take Luca, that's totally how you should play it. Right. If you're if you're banking on the Mavs being hot off the bat, it's going to be like a Staley situation where Staley is the current favorite. Then you can start sprinkling it on the other teams. Right, especially because it's a new coach, so they're going to be like, oh, like which new coach? I fully has agree. This, like, I also, I think you, I think for the coach of the years, it's always good to do the new coaches yeah, as well. Sure. NBA, NBA, actually, probably more than other sports, they'll like just toss it to whoever has the best record in the league too. So yeah. like, NBA is tough, but. I mean, as a, as a sport that relies a lot on narratives, Coach of the Year is probably the one they do the least about narratives. But mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to play a Luka MVP if you wanted. 
Yeah, I think that's a really good one. Mine's even mine's more of a long shot than that, I'd say, for sure. Um, so I'm going – it actually ties into what you said earlier about um, Chris Duarte. I like Rick Carlisle and his return to Indiana. If they make a big leap, if they can become a mid-tier East team, plus 2,000 coach the year – so, and here's the fun part about it. It's narrative based. You're telling me halfway through the year, you can't hear this one. Guess who won coach of the year 20 years ago for the Pacers? It was Rick Carlisle. No way. Are you serious? I swear. So here we go in his return to Indiana, kind of had a rough patch to end his time in Dallas, but he's known being a good coach. And I, we, I think we were both in agreement. We like the dudes on Indiana. They were my make last year. They're loaded. Sabonis, Turner. They got guys. I like Carla. All he has to do is make those guys not get injured, and I think yeah. they can be a solid team. I'm smiling. I like Carlisle. I'm smiling because you're, you're not going to be able to read this, but I have all my stuff about kid written down, and I just have maybe Carlisle question mark. I'm just a Pacers guy. That's just yeah. what I have. And we, and we are get that out of the way. We're probably a bit biased towards Indiana. We like even though. I guess technically they should be a next rival, but we like, I like what they got going on in Indiana. And it would be, it, like, it, it, if someone can make the best out of those players, they can totally be a top tier. I just, I think the East can be a, just a mess this year. Yeah. Like they're the narratively, the, the Pacers are just narratively so boring. Everyone thinks of them as so boring. So like, I just jump on them. Like, oh, everyone hates this team. Like, I like this team. I like a lot of what they do. And I personally, yeah, I think they have fun guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I draft Miles Turner in every single fantasy. People, week. people fell in love with watching Jokic. What's wrong with watching Sabonis? Yeah, and I mean Levert too. Like that's a wrinkle. Harris, I I, 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 I was gonna bring him up, but I didn't want to because I didn't know if he was currently hurt, which is on me. He he might miss like the first like couple weeks, but I think he'll be back. Well, we'll get into it. I don't. He could totally maybe from even most improved he can make a leap it's yeah. Karras is awesome everyone in the NBA talks big about Karras yeah and I'm actually like the probably the guy like the least on that team is TJ Warren but I mean if, if there's any uh, remnants of bubble Warren still in there a bucket yeah exactly Bro- uh, Brogdon Brogdon can't no complaints there's not there's not the Pacers don't have TJ a McConnell best backup point guard in the NBA I say it all the time some good spots uh, but yeah, I don't. That's all I had, Coach of the Year wise, actually. So if you're good there, we can move on. Yeah, I, no, no point in wasting time there. All right. Um, the next one I want to do. Uh, this was probably the hardest I thought this year. I didn't have many takes about this one at all, and it's Defensive Player of the Year because, th- first of all, this award is hard to predict in general because that the players just, I mean, the uh, coaches just or whoever the writers vote for Rudy Gobert every single year for some whatever. I hate Rudy Gobert, uh, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not gonna pick him to win. Yeah, it's like there's, there's, no, there's no fun in that. What's and the, especially what's after the like the narrative switch in the postseason last year, when everyone when he got exposed by the Clippers, I feel like they might be like, oh, we can't give him to this guy this year. No, I just feel like there's no, no and I don't. Yeah, I think you're banking on him just turning around the narrative that he's not truly a good defender. What he obviously is, he 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 gets the stats to win it, so I get why he wins it. But I'm just not. We're not gonna pick him. That's not that's not what we're here to do. Um. The lowest, I mean, the the best guy with the worst odds, I guess you could say, uh, that I have written down is Anthony Davis. I think, what are his odds currently right now? Plus 650. Wow. Oh, those drops. That doesn't, that doesn't sound like you. I was surprised. I, would, I, had, him at, I had him written down at 1100, which I would have right. played, but 650. Uh, 
I wonder what. So what do they have Ben Simmons? Because when I was looking, Ben Simmons was He's, Ben's four hundred. See, that's crazy. Which I don't like any of these. Yeah. So like, I think there are. I think honestly, by that you can say they're worried about the Gobert. Yeah. Because exactly. I think Gobert's odds were always three forty that I'm seeing here. They just lowered the other guys. Yeah. Okay. So with that, I'm kind of I. So I see a, a little storyline for Anthony Davis, but at those odds, I just I don't see a point. Um, I might play. Uh, Bam out of bio just because I love Bam and the defensive narratives around Bam and maybe a rise in the Heat team. Uh, is he plus twelve hundred? That's what I had him at. Bam's fourteen now. Fourteen. I, can see it. I don't hate that, uh, but I'll let you go. Just, you it's really else. hard to win. Just to win Defensive Player of the Year, you either have to have the blocks or the steals. Right, and like or, and I just see, don't what throws, see it from any of these. What throws guys. me for a loop too is like they'll like Miles Turner's like barely ever even been in consideration. And Plus like, 750. No, and like thank he, you. He gets those blocks, and like they never even like consider. Yeah. You have to bank on him playing the games too. I just, I honestly didn't have a pick for defensive. I would throw the flyer if he can stay healthy. Mitchell Robinson plus 4500. <laughs> and I'm not even his biggest fan as a Knicks fan, but yeah, you're he, you're actually notorious anti-Mitch. I'm I'm an anti-Mitch guy. I'm probably the one one fan out there doesn't doesn't necessarily like him for the team. But yeah, I mean plus 4500. Shot in the dark. Yeah, if Tibbs can get the best of the out of him. But for defensive player of the year, I would just guess one of those top guys win it wins it. Yeah. The only other really, really long shot I thought was worth mentioning, pretty much in the same vein as Mitchell. Um, can you give me the uh, odds right now on the time war? Yeah, totally. He actually probably has decent ones. Yeah, because he – I mean, he has that same, like, block. Is he, he going to be able to play more than 15 minutes? Probably not, yeah. and that's the he, thing. It's like I doubt he gets the minutes, stays healthy enough, to, or anything to win this award. He's but, plus 7,000, so, yeah, they're telling you off the bat. But I, if Boston can do it – That's – we just talked about Tatum taking the lead. And, like, if Time War plays 28 minutes a game every game – then like maybe, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I mean he by those stats would probably be the greatest defensive player of all time. Exactly, him and, Mitch, I mean, him and Mitch are one and two. Exactly, those are the two guys I would consider at that point. But I, I think defensive player of the year is one of the only awards I've like barely ever play. I just don't see. Okay. I wouldn't at this. I wouldn't even bother making a trip to a legal state and putting money on this. Exactly, and the only reason I might do Bam is just to have a reason to like root for a Bam explosion. Even it's like, yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I have. Could uh, see that heat, grit and grind. Yeah, like it. Uh, so moving on, uh, this is probably uh, the one with the most options I'd say this year that all kind of makes sense. Um, what do you think about sixth man of the year? Sixth man, off the bat, I I think there's one guy who really has the narrative who's up there. This is one of the ones where I'm willing to take one of the uh, the lower odds priced. I really. Even if I don't like him personally as a player, I like the Tyler Harrow plus a thousand. And he's got the juice balling out in the preseason. And I think they, Jimmy loves him. They love him. And if they're embracing him and they're a good team, sixth man of the year, don't hate it. I, he was actually on my list too. I'm surprised you had him. I, I didn't think you'd have not. He's not one of my favorite guys in the league. I know. That's why I'm surprised you said it. So I'll, I'll say what I have to say about I'm him here, real quick. Yeah. And just, we saw it in the bubble. Obviously, the bubble is different. But if he has that type of impact that he had on that team, on a real like uh, regular season team, he would be the favorite by far. It's just the question of can I he replicate that bubble? He was a lot, he was a lot like Luca, where people were expecting it 
last year. Right. And it didn't it didn't fully happen. But I, I think this year it could happen. Right. It could be like a post hype type of thing. Yeah, he's been in a lot of like, you know, he's in his Jack Harlow stuff, but it seems like he's still pretty locked in. I don't think Jim I don't think Jimmy and Kyle Lowry are gonna let anything slide. So Yeah, I agree. Um so one one of my favorite picks, uh, uh he's been getting buzz actually for like honestly probably uh, two different awards this year. Um, he's one of your, or should be one of your guys. I don't know how exactly how you feel about him, uh, but I like him in this category instead of most improved. Um, I have Jordan Poole here. Um, the, <laughs> well, first, give me your take on Poole as a Michigan guy. On Poole, as you know, Michigan man, he an unbelievable buzzer beater to shock the world. I screamed my <laughs> head off when he upset Houston. Um, not upset Houston, survived Houston. But I really don't – I think he's an example of just a – maybe he, maybe I'm just wrong. I just think he's more of a preseason summer league type of guy. They're what not about, competing. What about the play don't tournament? Think he, what about the play tournament last year? I just don't – all right, yeah, maybe I'm just wrong. Like I just big don't game. see it. Big game. I watched him play. I watched him play at Michigan. He, I just – I don't know. I think right, regular season, maybe you're right. Maybe they do ask that of him. But I just don't see him being able to actually do that. Yeah. Throughout so, the entire year. So I kind of want to give you exactly uh, my logic here. Uh, can you give me the odds on him first? Do you know the exact odds? Yeah, Jordan Poole plus 1,800. That's – okay, so I had him written down as 2,600. So I like he's him probably, better. He's probably, become a, he's probably become a popular one. Well, so he's getting a lot of buzz and more so as a most improved candidate. But the reason I like him as sixth man a lot more than I do like most improved, because, again, one, I agree with you a little bit. I don't think he's necessarily like – that great great of a player to like take that leap to become a most improved type of player but with him starting for clay thompson in the beginning of the year i think he has a chance to put up like crazy stats and then uh so the only rule for six man of the year is you have to be on the bench uh for more games than you start so if clay comes back and like that equals out i think his stats could be like 17 18 points per game level mm. And then you okay. might get some value there. That's kind of what my logic is. Yeah. I don't mind that then. I'm just not, I'm not fully, I don't know, for me, for me to not, for me I hate to my play now because, cool. yeah, you're the Michigan I love guy. Jordan, like I really like him. I, I support all my Michigan guys. Yeah. But, but that, that's making me not like my it's a basket. It's a basketball school. Yeah. Uh, do you have anyone else you want to talk about? Yeah, I do have, um, Sixth man, I have – he's a – I actually should have mentioned him on Most Improved. I missed him. Um, we didn't do Most Improved yet. Good save. That's my favorite one. I, I saved that for last. I have a lot of Most Improved. <laughs> um, should, I, uh, should I toss – I just don't know. I'll say him now because I have other Most Improved picks. Um, Trey Mann. Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann. My apologies. Trey Mann, um, Trey Mann does exist, so that's fine. But uh, yeah, he was actually, man. I swear to God, he was my next guy, and it says, like him better for six men more than most improved. There you go. I He's plus 3,500 for sixth man. I like him. We're just on that Clippers team. I think he really ended the year hot. And he I had, like him. He I think he's worth a shot in the dark. So the reason I agree, I like him more for sixth man over most improved is because I think he already has a little bit of a narrative that he's like pretty a pretty good player because of the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. And like we'll get into this. I most improved player boils so my so many more than so many so many plays for most improved. 
It's the best award. But like in my head, if I'm voting for this freaking award, I'm like, Terrence Mann made a leap in the playoffs last year already. How is how am I gonna uh, like award him? I disagree. I think I think he can show I think if you show it over a sustained season, you can consider it a leap more than just like there's guys who just have their moments in the playoffs all the time. Right. But like, so what would it have to be? My question was more, does he just become eventually a starter on the Clippers team? So he just can't win the award. That was my issue with playing could, it for sixth man. That could but my, my thing is, does he technically take a leap big enough to be most improved? That's just my issue with using him in general. I don't know if he can even technically win either award. Yeah. Because he has, he has fair odds for both awards and there's, two separate uh, paths where he could like win each one and both make sense. And it's like, I think the issue is if he plays too well off the bench, he's going to become the starter. Do you think, and Bledsoe, it's very possible that. And if he just becomes an everyday starter and he's just averaging what, if he's just being an average starter, he's not going to win most improved. Right. And like, like I said about, it's almost like the reverse of the pool. He can screw himself by playing well. It's like the reverse of the pool thing I brought up because yeah. no matter how good pool does, he'll probably go back to the bench. And then you just have to worry about that playing more games on the bench for starting. If uh, Terrence Mann is really good in the first like month, of the, excuse me, month of the season, they're going to put him in the starting lineup. So that gets tough. You're right. I don't really see much of a, yeah, I don't really see it. It's tough. I think it's tough. It's tough for him to win. I might just scratch that off my list in general. I'm just going to, I'll be rooting for the guy. Yeah, the only other two names I had written down that I think are worth talking about uh, were one, Patty Mills, just because I love Patty. But I think he's going to start – is he going to start too many games? That's the question. Probably. Exactly. So that's tough right off the bat. That's the issue when the rest stuff comes into play. And Patty, they're going to like Patty. Oh, Patty's going to – I hate that he's on Brooklyn because I absolutely love him. It's going to be the worst thing to have to root for. Um, and then the only other name I've written down, I wouldn't play it at all, is uh, because at the end wouldn't, of wouldn't wouldn't play it at all. At the end of but, last but you're year, you're gonna mention it. At the end of last year, I said no matter what, I'm betting on Derrick Rose to win Sixth Man of the Year next year. And just the way the Knicks are constructed, I just like I feel like they're gonna rest him a lot. I don't think they're gonna. I just I don't know. There's so many depth guys on the Knicks that like he's probably not going to play more than like 25 minutes a game. Like I, I thought they might try and do what they did in the playoffs with him in the full year, which like that could work for six man, but I just don't really okay. see him winning it, but I wanted to mention him. Yeah. I just think that's fully just, you're, you're playing a dangerous game and you're banking on the Tibbs rotations. Who yeah. knows? We all eventually it's going to be like, Oh, we want quickly to get more minutes regular season. Who knows? Yeah. Him and Kemba. I don't, I don't hate it though. It's D Rose. Yeah, I, I just thought it was worth it. Anybody else you want to bring up or move on? No, I'm, I'm good with sixth man, honestly. All right, so the last award we got, a lot of people might save MVP for last, but not on this podcast because my favorite award is the most improved player. Uh, like I said earlier, I've had some brutal beats on most improved player <laughs> over the years. Un- just undeserved. Deserved, <laughs> you, you, had the, you had the correct pick. My biggest futures bet of all time especially back then when i was still in college was on bam out of bio to win most improved player the year that brandon ingram won it and bam was second and i will die to the fact this day that that was the most absurd voting of all time there's no reason brandon ingram should have won that award 
No, yeah, Bam. They Brandon Ingram should drive to Bam's house, drop that award off, and just change the inscription for him because Bam by far was the most improved player. But we're there's plenty of bad beats we could talk about. <laughs> and I had him at plus uh, five thousand too. Like, how fucking insane is that? And yeah, I'm like, man. should Called I hedge shot. this? I'm like, no, you, no. You chance. were right, right the whole way. Well, he was the favorite at the end. Kind he was of. the favorite, and yeah. His team made the playoffs. He had such a big impact on his team. It it was uh, – I'm, I'm still mad about it. It's tough, man. I, I probably just jinxed Brandon Staley jumping on this pod, but if he <laughs> does not win that coach of the year, we're just – we're in trouble. Watch out for Harbs. I think Harbs and Lamar stole the narrative last night or yesterday. We just – we got to survive to like weeks. All you have to do with any of these bets, and we'll say – I'll say it now. If you can get to the end and you can just start sp- – with a month left, you just sprinkle the other ones that have any chance, just so you know you don't you didn't lose your money. It's good. Like I don't I I'm pretty sure you didn't do that with Ingram. You nope. just lost your bank. I was so confident. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's and that was the problem. You wouldn't you wouldn't be as mad today if you just hedged. I was like, there is no chance they're gonna give it to this shitty guy on a team that didn't make the playoffs, who was played for the Lakers and averaged like 19 points already. And like just got traded and got more of a role. There's no way they're gonna do that. And they did. And look what it's turned out. Brandon fucking sticks. Like I, I'm tired of him. Not, he's not he's not our kind of player, that's no. for sure. I'm still worried that like there's ah well uh, I'm worried that he's like a Knicks thing and I don't want any part of him on the Knicks. No. Because I, I made a prediction that he's like not gonna be on the Pelicans much longer. I don't. Yeah, if, if the Knicks if the Knicks were to make all these great moves, preparing themselves, and then it was eventually just Brandon Ingram, <laughs> disappointment to say the least. This is, uh, I don't want any part of him. All right, but going into the picks this year, um, again, this is an award I like to stay away from, like the favorites for, because I just don't think uh, Vegas has any idea who can win this type of award. Does anyone stand out to you right off the bat? Yeah, I've been waiting to mention him all pod. Um, I don't know if, so I wanted to mention him for MVP, but I just think he has zero shot to actually win that. I'm fully on board the John Morant train. Yeah. Plus 2,500. I like Ja. I'm banking on guys to make the leap and I could see Ja just taking over the NBA by storm. He cares so much. He's on Twitter every night screaming. He loves loves it. He loves, he loves the, he loves playing basketball. He loves going out there, and I prefer him. I prefer, maybe he'll be one of your picks. I prefer him to Jaron. Oh no, yeah, uh, I have Jaron. Yeah, I I have Jaw as a honorable mention for sure. I really like the potential he has. He because he's in that uh, kind of like Julius Randle. Like uh, he's already good, but if he takes the superstar leap and like leads his team to higher levels, he has a path to win it. I think I think we're at the point in the NBA where we're giving the good players the the awards now. Yeah. And he, even if necessarily he's not the most improved player, if he just has a kick-ass season for the Grizz and they win, he's asking a lot for them to win 50 games, they win like 48 games, which smacks their win total. And he's just, they're a fun team out West that everyone can get behind. I think everyone likes the Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, could totally see Ja just towards the end of the year just being way up there. Yeah, see, what pisses me off about this award, though, is like we just went over with the Brendan Ingram thing. For some reason, sometimes they just don't look at that. And they're just like, oh, this guy had a nice leap in stats, which is the only thing I would hold against him. It's like, if that was taken into account, I think Ja would have a really good shot. But it just pisses me off that for some reason the voters don't get this. Like, 
And but maybe they do. They they kind of I gave, just they gave I Julius think it, the credit last year. I think it bodes well for him that he just has like it's the same with Julius. Like they just had no chance for MVP. Right. Like they're just never gonna win the MVP. So I think now sneaky most improved it it, it fit for Julius because Julius made a major leap. Right. I could see. If Ja just, I mean, Ja's already a star, but if he can become the superstar type of player that I think we both, and we both like better than Zion. I don't oh, think I've said it for the past three years. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's hiding anything. I think Ja can really just cement himself as the best player from that class. Yeah, I love it. And yeah, so again, so there's two ways, right? We just brought up the Julius Randle, John Morant route of winning this award. And then there's the Brandon Ingram and like the finalists last year were Jeremy Grant and Christian Wood who just got new roles on new teams and like kind of had stat leaps that way. And people were just like, Oh, these guys, like they could win it for this reason. Uh, so there's just lots of different ways uh, they could win this award. Um, so one of the guys I wanted to bring up, actually, uh, I have two plays, not this guy, but I need to talk about this guy. Um, he's not going to win it because Julius won it last year, but how about RJ at plus 3000? Oh, that's our boy. RJ's yeah. corner. Um, RJ already started in corner threes. RJ, just from being, you know, we're Knicks guys. Every um, they said in his, his off-season training program, they try and focus on like one thing, one or two things on each end each off-season. And I don't know. I like RJ. I it's tough to imagine the Knicks winning the award two years in a row, but love RJ. I think that's I mean, the only thing that's going. Another, that's another dude who just cares. And yeah. with these awards, you have to bank on the dude who's actually grinding in the off-season wants to play basketball, cares a lot, and going to get a lot of minutes. And he definitely fits the bill. Yeah. What I would his odds? Do you have his odds? I, I had him at plus 3,000. Still 3,000. Yeah, I would like play that. that if Julius didn't win last year. Uh, that's the only thing holding me. But I just don't – I doubt they do that because the Knicks already took the leap and, like, they're going to credit that to – I don't know. I just feel like it's hard going to be hard for everyone to win it. I think them if, – if the Knicks sustain this again for a full season, like a full, full season – I, I guess I could see RJ doing it. He could, if he does, has like a Jalen Brown type of week. I could then see the Knicks would then just be super good, though, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Anyone else you want to go with? Uh, yeah. I think there's a fun, just based on oh, their win total was so low with the Spurs. We're not asking a lot out of them. Yeah, I saw your face you made. Both of the Spurs dudes, DeJounte, Murray, and Keldon. I think Keldon's got more juice coming off Team USA. And everyone just, they really are hyping up Keldon. <laughs> are we, are we going to, we're going to have a bad pop year going out? I don't know. Maybe they, if they're just okay, maybe Keldon just becomes a Spurs guy. Keldon plus 3,400, didn't mind it. DeJounte, more long shot, plus, where did he go? 3,500. Almost same odds. I don't. Yeah. I don't mind the Spurs guy. I honestly thought you'd be on a Spurs guy. So Dejounte was one of my two picks. Uh, okay. I like Dejounte more than I love Keldon. I love Dejounte, um, and I like. I'm going to talk about the Spurs a little bit later on uh, as a whole. But Dejounte in general, why I like Dejounte's odds is he kind of like uh, we were talking about with Giddy earlier. He's going to be putting up triple doubles a lot. Like he's going to get those rebounds and assist totals, which are just going to lead to flashiness and headlines more than Keldon. Keldon has that USA narrative, which I love that you brought up. And, like, if he takes a leap that way, it makes sense. Um, but with uh, DeJounte, I feel like they're going to rely on him a lot to, like, score, too, which has never been a thing for him. Like, with DeRozan and Aldridge there, he never had to, like, fully run the offense. And, like, really they're going to be giving him the team this year, which is why I really like him. 
No, I totally agree. It might be too soon for Kelvin. Might be a year early. Yeah, but I like both. I even like Derek White. What are his odds? Like, it makes sense. I like the oh, other two he's better. He's gotta be much further down, right? He's. I bet you he's on right, but I don't know what he would be. He, they all have the exact same odds. Really? Wow. Okay. That's interesting. All right. Well. Well, they... see, I wouldn't. I would do Dejounte. I'd probably order Dejounte one, Kelvin two, Derek White three. If I wanted the spur. Yeah, they all, they're all plus 3,500. Long shots, it's the Spurs. Give a yeah. shout-out to Terrence Mann again, plus 2,500. Either one of those. Don't love it, but I, li- I like the idea of Terrence Mann. The other one I really like a lot and wanted to get it on record was, I've been talking about this guy for like two or three years now. You can attest to it. Is Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I <laughs> love Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Bro. That's a pick. Dude, yeah. and he's going to be... Let you, I'll let you do all the talking for him well, then. Shay's brother, or, uh, Shay's cousin, I think, related, actually related. And this guy, whenever he plays, he scores 22 points. Like he is good. good. He is so good. He gets rebounds. He assists well. Lonzo's gone. Bledsoe's gone. He's starting. Zion's out for three months. This guy is going to have a huge role on that team. And I just said Brandon Ingram fucking stinks. So he's going to be, I don't care about him. I think he's legitimately the best player on that basketball team besides Zion. Yeah. Then I mean, by all means, I love that. Then I do. I necessarily agree with it. <laughs> no, I knew you were gonna like that one. I think he's a I, solid player. I'm pissed. I didn't like have the Dejounte one first because you would have liked that. <laughs> no, I gave you. I did not give any info on Dejounte. You could have went on for plenty of time, but yeah. Ah, you, know. uh, you can. We'll leave that one to you. And then you I like both be, of them a lot. I actually already you, you can be you can be complaining at the end of the year when they don't give it to him. I played two. both of them and I already have it's gonna be Ja uh DeJounte and uh Nikhil Alexander Walker, the final three, and I'm gonna have all three. Played all there three. There you go. All right. <laughs> okay, but uh anybody else are you good there? There's just there were certain guys, it just depends if they can win the title of most improved. Um, I liked the idea of Lonzo, to be honest, but I just don't. I'm not fully into the Bulls. He's another plus 3,500 guy. I like Lonzo though. I think he'd be good. Lonzo. I think he's fun. I think he's fun to play. I think he's fun to play with. There's a lot of guys there. I think his stats could be super good if the Bulls are good. And on these, you're just banking long shots. My only further long shot was Aiton plus six thousand, but just based on the news we've heard recently, they're yeah, not. Like looks like they're not. Looks like they're not giving him the max, which. A little disrespectful to him. Maybe it motivates him more. I, I don't actually, know. I don't hate the move. I, I'm, I'm not a huge. I'm, fan. I'm fully agreeing with the yeah. Suns. They're doing the right thing. Right, but I'd be pissed uh, if I was eight and two. So I get his. Oh, I yeah, I'd be furious. Yeah. He showed, yeah, he showed out early on in the playoffs. I don't know. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's all I had there. Uh, I, uh, I also had Pool written down, but I talked about him uh, for six man. I just think it makes more sense. If for some reason you wanted to bet on Pool, I would probably do. <laughs> Uh, just laughs at me. All right. Uh, so the next, well, so that covers all the awards. Um, for the next, uh, real quick, uh, any other like player props or player categories or stat leaders or any of those types of bets that stood out to you on the market? Yes, I'm actually glad you mentioned that. Um, I almost forgot the DK or FanDuel. I've slipped my mind which one it is. They had a scoring leader prop. And it goes back to the Paul George. If we really think Paul George has a big year for the Clippers, plus 3,000 scoring leader, I didn't mind it. I'm also fully prepared, as I said before, to just count that as a loser a month <laughs> in when Paul George doesn't want to play. 
Yeah, I, I could totally see it. I, I, I just believe in him so much. I like this is his time to win back the league. I really, it really is. Do it. The question is, can he get up to like a 30, 31 point per game level? Because that's usually what it'll take to win. I think he could. I think he, I clearly think he can. Yeah. I like PG. I if I don't know. There's just there were the other the other guys up there. I just I thought maybe like Bradley Beal is just the hands down favorite now, which I just don't. I'm not gonna pick Bradley Beal for that. Also, well, can, can I go into one of my yeah? One of my props real quick was actually I I want to bet on Bradley Beal under 31.2 points per game. I just think that's yeah. an absurd amount of points. Asking a lot. I think that's an absurd amount of points. The Wizards have more offense this year than they have in the past. So they're not going to be like necess- – like Russell Westbrook was just running around like letting Bradley – like as much as I could shit on Russ, like he could open up lanes and give Bradley Beal good passes. Like he's a good teammate for that type of thing. No, they're actually pretty like deep top down for once this year. Yeah, and like I think like, 30 is just a lot of freaking points. And I think you know, that like Din- – Dinwiddie- Wants to get his shots. Yeah, and I think that I don't lead, know, to, lead to issues. I feel like they set the market just like, oh, this guy led the league in scoring last year. People are just gonna bet his over. Let's just put it at. Yeah, I think, I think with a lot of these, which when we get into the team totals, a lot of the plays, even just in general with the stats, are the unders. I yeah. in the in the NFL, I'll jump into a quick. I took every possible <laughs> DJ Shark under this year. You didn't so, do that because of any take you had. You did that to be an asshole. <laughs> Well, it was it was a spiteful. Just I had to pr- I had to put my money where my mouth was. And DJ Shark ankle got hurt, and every under is hit. So yeah. with like that for Bradley Beal. To to give you guys context, it was literally uh, me and our boy Danes. We were just talking about how much we love DJ Shark. And I personally like DJ Shark. <laughs> LSU why I like the guy, but to ha- to say he is the undoubted wide receiver one in Jacksonville was an insane take. I thought After he was the paid, best receiver. I still think he's the best receiver there. I'll stand Marvin, by. I don't know. Just see Marvin Jones take my soul this week in the first half. He's because awesome. who's not there? DJ Chark. Marvin Jones is great. LaVisca Chenault's a weapon. I don't know, but that's not why we're here. Yeah, it's, there's no point. Uh, but but it's, it's, it's moral of the, the story is we were talking. I, I, like under, I like under totals in general. I like exactly. the unders. Um, those are the really only uh, – I also – I it's completely different. You had him scoring leader. I had Paul George over 25.8 points per game. That's so funny that we both Love have to related to him. It's um, a good bet. So it's two things in the same uh, vein. And then the other one I had written down was John Morant over 20.6 points per game, but we already talked about him. There's no real point in uh, talking about him more. So you're all good there. Nothing else crazy that stood out to you? Yeah, that was I, – I, I think I have plenty already. All right, cool. All right. Uh, the last kind of thing I wanted to get into was like uh, team over-unders, kind of like Bill Simmons style. I don't know if you want to be Joe House or Ryan Rosillo. You can be one of them. Definitely Rosillo, not House. <laughs> You're a Rosillo guy. That's good. I love Rosillo more, too. I like them both. I love that trio, though. They're so funny with what they do. It's the boys. Yeah. All right. So I kind of want to uh, just – how many did I tell you to bring to prepare? You told me to prep my – Two to three favorite team total. So let's do three each, and then like we'll just talk about other ones that stood out to us. Yeah, and there's a chance that we're gonna have some overlap. I'm sure we're a hundred percent gonna have overlap. And I, I'll just off the bat, I was just hyping up the unders, and I have three overs. So that goes goes, goes to show our mind what where my mind was when I was making these picks. Um, I don't know. I'll say this one off the bat, so we can just jump right into it. Knicks 
over. Over 41 and a half. Are you? There's no respect for our Knicks. I no, I get it. But the thing was, it was actually they talked about it on the Bill Pod. It, the, I thought it would just be more. I thought it would be like at 44 because they showed. I think last year didn't they win? I had the standings pulled up. They won 41 games. So now you're giving 10 more games into the season. You're asking them to win one more. One more game. Like, come on! I have so much. And I think and the better. team got. I think the team got better. Got deeper. See, like the young guys more. I don't think I just I really like the Knicks team for once. And I think if anything, they're the definition of a regular season team. Yes. And I completely agree because they're just going to try their ass off in the regular season. And so like tips takes no nights off. That's the one good thing about this. Right. And I see regression with the Knicks in terms of seed. I could see them falling down to like the seven, eight seed because just other teams get better. But I just think that the East is going to be better in a whole. And I think, we still win 44, 45 games, but just could be towards lower in the standings. Yeah, with with these totals, you're you're winning by like two most. Like they're not blowouts most right. of the time. And we're probably so not like, going to win around. If you the told me the Knicks won 43 games, it's a winner. But yeah, I just I you're asking them to just be above 500. Yeah, and I think I, they are. They'll probably go 41 and 41. I would be heck. stunned if that didn't hit. Which maybe no, happened. it's it's 41, 41. I just think I just think we know our team better than yeah. I, we are we're good Knicks betters. We really are. I hate to say it, but that's, we're usually the pessimists, and for us to be optimists for once says a lot. Yeah, I, I really like, I like the over forty one. I like just a deep team. It's a regular season team. It's a team that's gonna fight every night. Yeah, so that's also one of my picks. So uh, we both have one in the books already. Uh, the next one I want to have is another i actually have three overs too as much as we just pumped the unders. yeah uh, that's not good right it's too you don't you don't want to pick the unders that's boring yeah, exactly uh so i have uh the hawks over um the reason okay. okay all right the reason being i again i just think uh as a regular season team this team is so deep no matter what like if people get hurt or whatever they'll have guys to sub in and i just think it's a team that's going to be trying really hard in the regular season to prove people that last year wasn't a fluke. And I think Trey Young is good enough to just win 45, 46, 47 games. What is the exit? Do you have the total up to me? I think you got to 46. I, I think they do. I can really get do. to it quick. Um, I honestly, just before I get, you're telling me you can't see this as we're 25 games in, we're questioning if Nate McMillan is the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. Like this Dude, is, what he did last year. Come, this is what, I, I know, but this is what happened. We went into the playoffs last year. We, this is when we, we, we learned all about expectations and the importance of not having them when it comes to your sports teams. Because we were saying, like, we have no right to beat the Hawks because the Hawks are a good team. But it comes to a point when, I don't know, I'm just not, I wasn't sold 46 and a half and it's minus 130. So they're telling you they're winning 47 games. Trey Young, I'll bring up, it's, a, it's a, maybe a dumb point, but they changed the whole foul rule with the drawing contact. You're telling me you couldn't see that be a thing early on for Trey Young. He's the king of that move. I don't know. I'm not sold on them. Him and John Collins, all of a sudden their beef was just settled because they had a little playoff success. Did I did I just did I just kill you? you a little bit. But I just I think they just have more regular season success than postseason success. I think that I see more of a such like just they have so many freaking NBA good NBA players on their team. I don't see how they're not good in the regular season. 
See, I like them more in a vacuum of like a seven game series, which is we're just on opposite sides of the opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? We're, we couldn't agree on it. Totally good. We, I, I think they're a good team, though, obviously. I just, I'm that's surprised a lot. we to agreed me, on that, as much as to me, that's a lot. To me, that's a team where they pumped their – how many games did they win last year? They won 41 games last year, yeah. So they're expecting them to I guess they're banking continue. The they are off the bat, I think, setting that total high. That's one I just wouldn't play the under, but I wouldn't be surprised if they win, like, 45 games. Yeah, all right. What do they're, you a they're a quality team. I think the East is just a mess this year. Yeah. Do you want me to, should I take my next one? Yeah, go, go next. Uh, I'll stay, we'll stay in the East. Um, goes back to the coach of the year. I really like Carlisle and a lot to just be improved over in Indiana over 42 and a half. You're asking him to be two games over 500. It's asking a lot, but I like the growth. I like the team. I like the new coach. I think they could be hot off the bat. I think there is some free wins this year in the East that they won't mess up. Like I think you can beat up on Detroit. You can beat up on Orlando. You can beat up on Cleveland. You can beat up on Toronto. It's just the middle of the pack games. I think they can definitely win this year. I like the Pacers. Yeah, I just like didn't want to die on a hill of the Pacers again because they let me down so much last year. I'll be that guy. I'll take <laughs> you your can be my Pacers year. guy this year, and I'll just like root for you. <laughs> yeah, because I like them, and I just made the mistake last year. Maybe I was just a year early. I've done that before on teams, so I could stand by it. I think you were just. I was just. Their situation last year was tough. They never. I don't think they ever really had a chance to get rolling. It was what are you gonna do? But yeah, I mean, I like the pick uh, in general, so I'll I'll support it. Um, my next one is I said I was going to bring up this team uh, earlier on. I need you to tell me exactly what their win total is now. But I have the Spurs over their win total. It's low. It's like it was so low that I didn't want to play it. It's so, twenty. It's twenty eight and a half now. All right. So I don't know how much you know, but. Greg Popovich is 26 or 27 wins away from setting the all-time NBA coach wins record. So that's the thing. Yes, no, I'm fully I'm fully. So like, it. he's getting there this year. Like, everyone's saying that he wants to coach this last year, get that record, and retire. I am certain they're getting there. Now, this could just be a death. They get there, like, 27, 28 exactly. Like, it's the last day of the regular season, and Pop needs a win, and – He's gonna, These players he's are going to fight until the end. Right. So, But they're going to be trying every damn day to win regular season games. And I just – I'm playing that. <laughs> like, I also, I, I I also don't die, think but... Pop – I don't think Pop cares about a tank. No. They're going to try. Pop's – what does Pop's future matter? Like he's going to be there two years he's, he's done. He's done plenty. He, the, we talked about how much we kind of like their guys. So I could just see them winning 35 games. So I'm not making the playoffs. No, I don't. I think that was a disrespectful total, but sometimes Vegas just knows. I I had thought I heard he was willing to do two more years. That was the only reason I didn't. But I just think I he wants that now. That's my logic. Okay. Yeah, no, I totally like that. Full agreement there. What's your last one? My my other one, it's another over. It's goes it ties back into my other plays. It's the Grizzlies to just I'm banking on these middle middle of the road teams. I like Grizzlies over 41 and a half. You're just banking on to be that, above 500. Yeah. And it looks like Jaron's healthy right now. Jaws balling. I like their young guys. I like Bain and Tillman. They're young guys, but they play like vets. They I don't love the Valanciunas move, but I like the thought. I like the idea. 
they're trying to change their like team philosophy and get guys that fit with their system. I like the Grizz. Yeah, I I mean, there's probably not even much of a point in talking about them more because we love yeah, them. Yeah, we, we, we've drilled the Grizz to death. But yeah, I, I love their win total over two. It was one of my honorable mentions. Um, so I guess we'll just get into the honorable mentions at this point because um, yeah. we, we gave all of our official picks. Um, one I wanted to bring up, that I really like uh, again, I've, I've shit on this team enough in the pod. I just like the Pelicans under with their win total a lot. I think people just like the public likes that team. And without under 38 Donna, and a half. Yeah. I just don't think they're good. So I don't think they win that many games. Agreement but, there. Uh, yeah. I have, I have like 10 picks where I had some honorable mentions. They were totally one of them also on the bulls under okay, 43 okay. and a half. Yeah, on the under agree. Bulls under don't just don't see it there. Like the guys, just don't like the philosophy. DeRozan, not my kind of pickup. Like Lonzo, just don't, just don't, don't see it all going together in Chicago this year. No, I agree. Um, what else you got for me? So uh, another under I had uh, was, or sorry, this is actually an over. Um, it was the same logic I had, kind of as the uh, the Spurs. Like this team is going to want to win regular season games. Uh, that's the Kings. I actually have been okay. anti- I've been anti Kings for a while, but this is the year that if they don't make the playoffs, they officially like set the record for most years without making the playoffs. And that was like a storyline last year towards the end of the year where they're like, we just want to try and get in the play in game. Like we want a chance to break. We don't want this record. Like we don't want anything to do with it. Uh, I just think that's a team that's going to be trying to win regular season games. So it makes sense to play an over there to me. So I actually have a fun little fact to bring back up to you. Um, so their total set at 36 and a half. So you think they're going to win 37 games? I think correct? they're going to be uh, closer to the 10th seed, like trying to fight for a play-in, yeah. But yeah, so you think they're going to win over 37 games, that's yeah. what I'm saying. When did, When do you think the last time they won 37 games was? Probably fucking forever. <laughs> 2006? Oh my God, are you serious? I can, with 95%, I can confirm that. Yes, they are. And for me, once I heard that, I was out. I totally agree with you. I like their young guys. I like how they. Yeah, that's more of a. I like the narrative more than I like the team, even. Um, but I just, I just yeah. don't. That 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 was the. Single I wouldn't stat. play it, but I just that think was, it makes that sense. was that was the single stat that like scared that, me away. That's so funny. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I definitely. I fully. <laughs> Might just be a dumb play, but I I fully like under 26 and a half for the Cavs and under 25 and a half for Houston. I think both those teams have another year of just wanting to lose. Yeah. And I even if the guys on the team obviously want to win, Jalen Green and those young guys are gonna be playing. Moby's gonna be playing. I think Cleveland will have a blow it up moment mid-year, like those unders, and you'll probably be sweating them until the final couple of days of the season. But those are the games where they're gonna want to lose for the picks. Yeah, for sure. Well, I like them. I stayed away from a lot of the bottom tier teams just because I like didn't have good reads on like how like how like how bad like I knew they were gonna be bad but how like little it's almost like a tough gauge to like how mm-hmm. exactly bad are you gonna be uh, that's like I kind of like the Thunder's guys but I like wasn't willing to bet they're over I'm like I don't know how many games they're gonna even try to win yeah totally agree um, one more under that I really liked uh, I hate that I I'm bringing it up I'm never gonna play it I just really like the Warriors uh, regular season under. Um, Steph's my guy, but he wasn't, he's not going to win that many games alone. And I don't know when Clay's coming back. I think they're just banking on the public taking one of their favorite teams to go yep. over. So I just think it's just like a 
easy bet the under. I would never do it though. Yeah, I, I, I like to watch them too much to root against. 40, them. 47 and a half. I like that under. Like that a lot. Yeah, I just think they're a playing team, and that's okay. Add. I also I like Phoenix under fifty one and a half. I think they're I think they're a regress team. I also don't really like the offseason moves they're making. Openly extending Mikhail Bridges. I just think there's beef on that team. Yeah. I like that. I like how they can rest CP3 because now they know they have the postseason success. They just got to get there. At least they yeah. think. Um, actually, there's one I wanted to just ask you about just because I know how you are. Um, heat over under 48 and a half. I think, tough line. I think they're going to coast in the regular season. I don't think they're just going to try that hard to win. The, I think they'll be good. So, so my that's the one take I had that they don't really care how it goes. But do they even – that's not heat culture. They don't think that way. Yeah, that's a good point. I Jimmy, think, Kyle, is, is that the point, though, where, like, we're just, like, I think we're going to be honest with ourselves. Like, I think they know, know that they that need to be healthy for the postseason. And, like, they're getting gotcha. up there in age. It's just too risky to uh, go all out in the regular season. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, with, with you not being on that over, I think that yeah. says all I need. I'm on a lot of – I actually – well, we'll get into it. Uh, any more totals or do you want to talk about? I think that was all mine. Yeah. yeah. A lot, more, other one a lot, more, like, a lot more, like, more unders in the honorable. I like the Hornets over too. I just think they're, they're pretty good regular, like chances to make the play-ins. And Fun one. They're going to be trying the whole time too. I just like them, so it's going to be like more of a – I just like the team kind of thing. I actually, but, we should have gave, um, gave that coach some credit from Coach of the Year. Didn't Oh, yeah, um, definitely. That's a good call. Didn't hate that one. Yeah. All right, I want to close it out um, kind of with uh, some NBA finals, uh, champion type of picks. Do you have anything for that that you like? Yeah, these are – I actually like these a lot. So I'll just – I'll say it out of the way um, to just steal the Southwest division. All you're, all you're asking them to do is beat Dallas. And uh-huh. technically they have to beat – I think it was um, – it's like San Antonio too, but – I think the grid is plus four forty. Can totally win that division. What if Jason? We're ben, like you, like you said, you had your pick for one of the coach of the year picks was Jason Kidd. But what if that's just a mess? Which I could see Jason Kidd not the best history in like oh. upper management. My coach about of the year, mess. my coach of the year play on Kidd has nothing to do with Kidd. It's all no, yeah, it's, it has everything to do <laughs> with think, the team. I around think him. Kidd kind of stinks as a coach. If I'm being honest. Yeah, they were just. I don't know. I I like I like I like the Grizz there. Okay. But I'm also I, – I think I've mentioned them enough today. Yeah, no, there's, I, I like that idea. There's probably just no more point in talking about them. Um, anything more in terms of championship? Do you have – even if you don't have yeah. a play, do you have a pick or – I wanted to pull up their current odds because I don't want to misspeak when I'm saying this. Yeah, um, <laughs> NBA um, champion, Brooklyn Nets plus 250. Don't, <laughs> I'm going to say it. If it's going to happen, I'm going to win some money. That's the lowest odds pick I'm going to make, and I'm happy Ever. to take it. They were plus 150, and then this Kyrie news happening. Kyrie's – he's going to play, and maybe I'm just going to jinx it by saying he's going to play, he's going to play, he's going to play. He's totally going to play. Um, plus 250 for them to win the whole thing, I'm down. Maybe that's a weight thing, but I don't think their odds are ever going to be that insane, and that's why I don't think – I have that many picks relating to that. I have more of like the conference and division stuff. Yeah, whatever you have to I just, play. I'm, I just think the books. Yeah. I, I I just I just think it's a clear Nets 
I is there I want to bet like Nets over Bucks Eastern Conference Finals. I don't even know if that's possible. So that I would... that worries me because my my Eastern Conference play this year is the Heat plus a thousand. Like them, I just think they're a team that's built for this. They're building for the postseason, and as it ties in with the Har- Tyler Harrow picks. I love that. I, mean, I like we love Lowry. They have the experience. We all love Bam. We love Jimmy. Yeah, so I I'll think give if you're because you... then all you're at, all you're asking them, but the hard part when you're doing the conference picks, it depends what their seat is and where the bracket breaks. Right. You could just have to, pl- you could have to play pl- the Nets and Bucks. If they're if they're plus a thousand right now and they just happen to end up being seated versus Brooklyn round two. Yeah, exactly. Because what you're hope yeah. what you're hoping for that pick is them to be playing Brooklyn in the conference finals, and then you and just then had, you that. just. Or you just hop on the nets. Right. You hope Brooklyn and Milwaukee meet early like last year, and then that yes. the Heat has to play the winner of that and just sneak spot. Exactly. Uh, that's I'm glad you brought them up. Uh, because well, I have two like I feel like if I'm playing the Nets, I almost want to just do Nets over Lakers, just because like I don't know, there's some destiny type shit there. If I'm gonna bet on full Miz, I'm gonna be Miz, so let me do the whole matchup of misery, kinda. I don't I don't love the Lakers this year, man. Me either, but I just that's okay. Well, whatever. I don't really. I don't want to talk about him. He stinks. Uh, my pick in the West. We talked about the man, this who, team the a man lot. who will. The man who will not be mentioned. Yeah. We're not going to mention his name. Uh, my pick in the West, dude, is the Clippers. We talked about them a lot, and I just think. Wow. So <laughs> this is the definition of post hype, dude. And I'm telling you right now, what's going to happen? Paul George is. We talked about him enough. He's going to be good enough to keep that team decent in the regular season. Kawhi's coming back for the postseason. He's coming back, and he's going to be fully rested and ready to go. He has probably might not play a single game in the regular season. I don't know, but he's going to come back for the postseason. So, are you talking conference or winner championship? Winner, winning the whole thing, or well, probably more so conference uh, because Brooklyn. Again, I'm scared of Brooklyn. They're probably going to win it, but like, I am so on the Clippers, like at, to come out of the West at the very least this year. Okay, plus six fifty, still like it. And I, I kind of had written down too, like if you want to have fun, Clippers ver- over the Heat. That was actually my official. Like, I really like. Fun liked, one. I think that's the fun way to go. Yeah, I don't. I just, I don't know if I can see them doing it in the postseason. I like them as a regular season team, but I don't. We're in agreement on the Clippers, so I can't, can't slant to there. My fun one for that was actually. It has no chance of happening, but um, the Miami, <laughs> it's it, it's the Mormons versus the Partiers. It's Miami versus Utah. It's plus seventy five hundred, and boy, would that just be fun! That would just be a grinded out season, and the NBA would hate it. But I don't know. I <laughs> I could see Utah going. I think they got bashed enough in the postseason where they can just be building this year. To all right, this is our time. Donovan makes the leap. It's a mini leap. Gobert shows that he can actually do it in the postseason. I like Utah, and I'm not that scared of the West. I don't think Phoenix is that crazy this year. Not I mean, They're the same team. I just don't see it fully happening again. I'm not sold on the Lakers. Kind of told you how I'm off the Clippers in a postseason setting. I don't know. Who else do I have to run through? Denver? Jamal Murray comes back. Nah. I think I'm there's okay way there. more of a chance of Kawhi coming back than Jamal Murray personally. Yeah, I like I I'd agree there. Yeah, I like I like Utah getting there. And then at that point, maybe it's a Utah Nets, but yeah, I like Utah Miami. Plus seventy five hundred. The one stood out to me. Yeah, Utah was a team I was thinking about instead of the Clippers, just but 
I just am so off Gobert all of a sudden. I've like flipped on him completely. Yeah, so, no, I'm like, just. I don't I'm see not, them making I'm a not, move him. I'm not sold on that. Could that that team's either going to completely figure it out, I think, or blow it up. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, anything else you want to m- mention before we uh, hop off air? For those, no. Yeah, I just I think the. I think the only safe bet I just want to say for anyone on the finals winners just take the Brooklyn Nets and it's yeah. okay. It's fine. Except I don't, I don't, and, and I don't think, I don't, I don't think it's worth yeah. anyone else. I think the only way to play those is just do those, just have some fun, put 10 bucks on the finals matchup, do the conference winners. That's where you'll actually find some real opportunity. Other than that, it's blowing money. Other than that. Yeah. No, no, no more actual plays. I think we kind of hit them all. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny the amount of times you said uh, on this pod. I probably wouldn't actually play this, but I like this. <laughs> oh, I'm sprinkling. I'm <laughs> putting so some money things. on it. Yeah. There's just so many things that intrigue my eye, and I hope we could bring it out for the few people who are going to listen to this. So, um, yeah, it's all it's all about having fun and giving yourself a reason to watch. Oh, I I want this all on air, man. I want when I get all these right, I want to have a tape of like I pick this, 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 and that. Get me on ESPN. No, exactly. We, we've had some takes over the years that hit, so yeah. it's all about just now just putting them out of the universe, letting people know we have some proof at least. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. No, it's, it's been an honor to hop on and uh, hope we get to do it again, do some updates. It, actually, before I go, last one, Purdue. That's my fun little bet. You wanted me to say some college basketball stuff. Maybe we can talk more about that. You can have me on for like a 10-minute segment at some point. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. Shout out in the dark. I'm going to say it now before because the odds can change in college basketball at any point. I love Purdue. They brought a lot of guys back this year. Purdue, their odds currently are plus 1,700 to win the whole thing. You know, I'm a Big Ten guy. I'm a Max, I'm, I'm a Michigan guy. But yeah, Travion Williams came back. Jaden Ivey. Um, they got this other, I think his name's like Zach Eady. He's like a big center. They're good. They're just, they're a veteran team. They're built for March basketball. Get your picks now and just Get excited because it's coming up. Yeah, basketball's uh, in full swing. We're getting NBA this week. College coming up. It's awesome. It's just yeah, good to be back. I want I want you and Cray to be my college guys uh, this year. If we ever do some college that's, stuff. That's that's not a problem. I'm sure we'd be happy to hop on it. Yeah, for sure. Any takes on the Terps this year? I don't. I'm not, I haven't dived in yet. Terps basketball. I'm just. I love. I just. I really think this is a year for Big Ten basketball. I think a lot of teams are good. The Terps are good. Michigan's good. Purdue's good. Ohio State mm, improving, but they're pretty good. Honestly, any. Any Big Ten team this year, I like to think has a shot. I'd hold out hope for your Terps. I think they can cause some trouble. Okay. Once you're in March, it's all about just getting there. Just got to get there, man. All right. Uh, well, thanks for again joining me. Uh, anyone who's listening, uh, we dropped the earlier parts of our season preview fantasy and just the regular season preview earlier this week or last week, I guess I should say. Um, make sure you follow us at, at Hoop Fiends Pod to get all those drops. And we will catch you probably after the first week. I think the Hoop Fiends will be back to break down the first week of action and everything that happens. So we'll catch you then. See you guys later.